0: going to be right back after this. One of the secrets to reducing the appearance of aging is to consider your collagen levels. Now, when your collagen levels decline as they do naturally with age, your skin gradually begins to show those aging signs like fine lines, wrinkles, and more. And this is why I highly recommend including collagen in your daily regimen. It provides the five critically important types of collagen that your body needs to support skin elasticity and hydration. One easy-to-take scoop a day is all you need to help reduce the appearance of wrinkles and fine lines. So click the link below to try it today for 53% off, plus get several additional free bonuses. You can order now by going to healthwithredpill.com, or once again, just click the link in the description below. That is healthwithredpill.com, and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. Well, I was working on my farm about 1982. Pulling up some corn and a little carrot, too. I'm to low-flying aeroplanes about 100 feet high. Druck a bunch of bales of something and something hit in the eye. So I cut a bale open and man was I surprised. A bunch of large size baggies, and big white rocks inside. So I took a little sample of my crazy brother Joe. Hunter! Sniffed it up and kicked his heels. And said, Horton, that's some blow. Bales There's of cocaine, cocaine falling from, from a flying plane. plane. I don't, I don't know, know who done drugs dropped them, but I, I think, think it's just the insane. same. Bells of, of cocaine on like the night of rain. rain. My, my life was changed completely by, by the low-flying planes. Lino Hunter's flying them. So I loaded up them bales in my pick-em-up truck. Headed west for Dallas, where I would try my luck. I didn't have a notion if I could sell them there. 30, Thirty minutes, minutes later, later I, was I was a millionaire. millionaire. Falling like the burning rain In my life, I By the low flying plane. But I'm still still a a farmer too. too. But I sold sold my my farm farm in in Texas, Texas, bought a farm farm down down in Peru. And when when I get so emotional, I think think I'm going insane. I I travel back to DC in a low-flying plane. There's a cocaine falling from a flying plane. I don't know who done dropped them but I think it's just the same as some tales of cocaine falling like the farmer rain. My life is just completely about a low-flying plane. Washington, D.C., we're going to be here all weekend. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We're going to be here every single day. Oh, my God, I just lost my monitor. Hold on just a sec, guys. i got to fix this. Oh, come back. Come back. I can't see what the heck's going on. There we go. Okay, good, good, good. All right. So a bit of fun right there. This is a serious subject, but... Come on, guys. You got to poke fun when you have the opportunity. So cocaine found in the White House this past weekend. Now, you would think, of course, that the White House would want to cover this up. They would want no coverage of this to get out. But this is the way things work in Washington, D.C. They have been unable to keep it secret. And thank God for the men and women of the Secret Service, because they have continued to give us information about exactly what's been going on. So in the wake of this discovery, apparently the White House was on a bit of damage control. They they didn't want people to know exactly where this cocaine was found. They didn't want people to know in what form it was found. They didn't want people to know exactly how it was found. But every single one of these little pieces of evidence has begun to filter out. And the Secret Service are the ones who confirmed that that cocaine was found inside the White House. This is another piece of obfuscation. The White House wanted people to believe that the cocaine had been found near the White House or perhaps in a more common area. But the West Wing of the White House is, of course, where Joe Biden has his office. That's where the Oval Office is. So the Secret Service agents discovered this particular substance on Sunday. Now, what's interesting is that, of course, everybody just assumes it's Hunter Biden's. Hunter Biden was at the White House on Friday. He came to visit, been up with Joe and Jill, and they took the kids and they went to Camp David. And it seems fairly likely that Hunter Biden was in this particular location. And we actually have a report that says that we'll get to that in just a moment. But initially, of course, the uh, Secret Service agents thought that maybe this might be anthrax because that's the white powdery substance of choice for the intelligence community. But the CIA has no reason to get rid of Joe Hunter or Jill Biden. They are useful idiots for the deep state criminal apparatus that runs washington dc so just earlier today the secret service despite the fact we already had the uh the audio coming from the 911 call and the radio chatter they confirmed that yes in fact this was definitely cocaine this was definitely some very very pure cocaine that probably is only available to the very wealthy the most wealthiest people because of course Oh my god, Megan McCain has her picture as that doll, the 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 demon doll from that movie Megan. She says no Republican president could have someone post topless on the White House lawn at an official event followed by cocaine being found in the White House and not have the media just go absolutely batshit insane. Now normally I don't I don't track with Megan McCain, but she's totally right as we read that right there. So, what is cocaine? Well, cocaine is a very addictive substance. As Rick James himself once said, cocaine is a hell of a drug. And uh, as a recovering addict myself, I can tell you cocaine is not something you ever want to mess around with. Telling people that just doing a little bit of cocaine is not going to turn you into somebody like Hunter Biden, well, that is, uh, that's is—that's a lie. That's probably something your dealer told you. Stay away from this stuff, Okay. Well, there's a reason that the wealthiest people tend to do cocaine and really have no consequences. It's because they're rich. They can buy as much as they want. They can also buy themselves out of trouble in the way that Hunter has and Joe and Jill have on many different occasions. But it's a serious offense to have cocaine. Uh, Of course, it's also extremely ironic, considering the fact that Joe Biden was one of the lead authors on the 1994 crime reform bill, uh, which placed additional scrutiny and punishment on offenders who had crack cocaine over powder cocaine. Crack cocaine is what you found in the ghettos. Powder cocaine is what you found in the pockets of people like Hunter Biden. So, of course... The West Wing of the White House, the White House itself, they, they do run tours. I checked this out Monday through Saturday. You can go ahead and get a tour there. So one of the first things that the White House did was try to <clears throat> connect this to the, uh, the possible touring schedule that could have happened at the White House. Um, I don't know what time Hunter and Joe and Jill left the White House on Friday, but tours would have only gone up until about 1230. It may not have happened at all on Saturday because this was a holiday weekend, obviously. <clears throat> but here's the thing. Strippers don't care. Yeah, strippers don't care. No, no. The, the cocaine is is, is like, uh, I don't know, what do they call it? Uh, uh, bait. Bait for strippers. <laughs> So here's an interesting tweet that I found. This kid, Matt Wallace, I'm not familiar with him, so I can't, I guess, you know, really uh, uh, vouch for his credibility, but he seems to have some relationship with Elon Musk, and he does have quite a large following on Twitter. Now, it's his assertion that the cocaine found at the White House was not from Hunter Biden. That right there just seems difficult for me to grasp, knowing Hunter's uh, history, Knowing everything this guy has been through, all the pictures he's taken, all the videos he's taken. But from what Matt says, uh, there is a big cocaine problem at the Joe Biden White House, not just cocaine, but other hardcore drugs that personally does not come as a major surprise to me. Take a look at any of these uh, these Democrat run cities over on the West Coast where they have essentially. Decriminalized all drugs. I mean, that could only happen in a Democrat playground. That's not going to happen in a city that's run by conservatives, where overwhelmingly people are voting for law and order. But apparently, cleaning crews are specifically tasked with going through the White House and hiding all traces of drug use because it happens all the time. However, this weekend was especially bad because it was July 4th. Now, In a video, Matt does a breakdown, kind of does a a walk and talk where he discusses uh, exactly what his source said and uh, how likely it is. I mean, personally, I find it extremely likely that a bunch of up and coming young Democrat staffers living in Washington, D.C., with access to probably, you know, very pure cocaine are going to be doing it at the White House. That totally tracks with me. But uh, I think that just because they were doing it at the White House doesn't mean that Hunter also likely wasn 't doing it at the White House now, amuse you may follow amuse on twitter he 's a great account, does some uh, uh, great on the on the spot in up to the minute reporting, so he put this out on the fourth uh, discussing the fact that this small bag of cocaine was found in the White House Library. This happens to be, according to Amuse, the same room where Hunter Biden had actually gone in to use his laptop, so that 's his cover to go in and do the cocaine now. Immediately following the evacuation, apparently, according to Secret Service, they assumed that it belonged to Hunter, and that's probably because they've uh, had to deal with issues like this in the past. Now, the White House, this is where Amuse says, the White House was looking to discredit reports about these hazmat teams. Uh, they initially wanted the people in the press corps to report it as an unknown substance, not as cocaine. Uh, now, apparently, the Secret Service did not collect fingerprints from the bags for the specific reason that they knew it belonged to Hunter Biden. Now, here is the first thing I thought of. Well, after I asked the question, if Hunter Biden was in the White House this weekend. Yes, he was. What about the cameras? I mean, there are cameras covering every square inch of the White House. so I don't think there's any spot where a person in the White House could go to privately do a line of cocaine or a bump, whatever it might be, any form, any amount Of cocaine. There's no way that you could do that without being caught on camera. And that is where I think Hunter Biden and the Biden crime family are going to be undone. It's going to be the video footage that comes out about this because the Secret Service clearly is talking to people. Amuse, you know, he had this information before it was published anywhere else. So I I, I tend to to like the stuff this guy is saying, and I've been following him for a long time. So what do you expect when you have uh, a person of of wealth and means living a criminal lifestyle, running a criminal enterprise, forced to travel the world, uh, jet-setting around the globe, essentially making deals so that your father can siphon off 10% of that money? And also, allegedly, according to Hunter Biden, remember, he was... He was supporting the entire Biden family. Nobody else works. Nobody else knows how to work. Hunter is the only one putting in the work. It's no wonder this guy became a cocaine addict. He's got so much stress. He's got the world on his shoulders. And of course, they have a ton of money just laying around because, you know, I mean, that's what happens when you're running illegal deals like this. So two days after Hunter was there, this cocaine is found. There's no specific word on exactly if these tours went through after the Bidens had left the White House. But like I said, Saturday is a likely day that they could have actually done it. Now, although the Bidens were not there, obviously they were at Camp David. Uh, the the question remains, you know, what was Hunter's state? Um, why did the Secret Service believe that it might belong to Hunter? Well, I mean, I, I know, I think you know. But the American people deserve to know exactly why this uh, mystery of this uh, uh, found cocaine at the White House might possibly belong to Hunter. I, I tend to think that something like this has happened in the past. Uh, at least we, we know the stories of the Secret Service basically guarding the hotel room so Hunter Biden could go on a, like a weeks long crack binge, uh, having a, a rotating door of prostitutes coming and going. Of course, Russian gangsters, uh, probably other drug dealers. Well, this July 4th, I think it all came to a head. And uh, as I said, with the Secret Service dropping these little bits of information, this details, uh, leaking it to the press, um, it's quite clear that I think they are sick of it. They are done now. We have some more specific information. Amuse on the 4th said that it was in a baggie. Well, that's been confirmed by the Secret Service. This was cocaine found in a dime-sized baggie. So those are small bags uh, that probably fit maybe like a half a gram of cocaine or something like that. If it's really pure, then, you know, that would be enough for one person for maybe a couple of hours. Maybe enough just for Hunter to put into a, a single use of a cocaine bullet or something like that. But apparently it was found inside of a a cubby. So it looks like there's a possibility either someone was stashing it or Hunter was stashing it or somebody was stashing it so Hunter could come and grab it later. Because if he's doing cocaine, he probably knows everybody else in the White House that's doing cocaine as well. Now – uh, this would have been an area where staff and guests uh, would place their cell phones because they don't want people to be walking around the White House with their cell phones. It's it's a security risk. And the uh, the details that are emerging uh, just it, – it, it seemed to cloud the entire situation. Uh, it would be a lot easier if, say, Hunter had an office at the White House and he had been found there. Um, But if this was a room next to the library where people would stop in before going off, it's very likely that Hunter was there checking out his email, maybe making sure that he had pictures, uh, and then he placed his his cocaine up there. Maybe they asked him to take his cell phone out, his wallet, and he placed everything in there, and then when he grabbed it all out, the cocaine just slipped out of there. So – they did the initial field test, which proved that it was cocaine. They had to take it to a lab. They did a secondary test. They found out, yeah, it's definitely still cocaine. Um, but other than that, the Secret Service is not commenting because this is an ongoing investigation. It will become necessary to get to the bottom of exactly how that cocaine got there. Uh, the fact that it was in a zippered bag, it, it, it's obvious that somebody had packed it so they could take it with them. Um, there is also the possibility that perhaps the cocaine had been there for some time. But I tend to doubt that because uh, from what I understand, the Secret Service is rather thorough. They're they're going to be looking over everything uh, with a fine tooth comb. Um, so with Hunter Biden and the Biden family leaving for the weekend and then coming back for the 4th of July, uh... The first thing that a lot of people wondered is, you know, how does Hunter look? Uh, Does it appear that he's back on drugs? And unfortunately, it it appears that he very well might be. And just by looking at Hunter Biden, you can tell that something is not quite right. And uh, I said earlier, the White House wants to distance this report of cocaine found as far from Hunter Biden as they possibly can, because The man has uh, already been exposed as a major liability for the Bidens, for the office of the presidency. Um, But now it's just it's taken on a life of its own. Corinne Jean-Pierre actually uh, had to answer questions about it earlier today, Uh, and uh, she said that the cocaine was discovered on Sunday. While the president and the first lady were at Camp David, that's an important distinction because it means that it wasn't found like while Hunter was in the room. Hunter, although he has a history of using cocaine, was also with the Bidens. So he wasn't there. It couldn't have been his. It must have been some other random person. Now, let me let me say this. Isn't there like security procedures when people come and go from the White House? I mean, wouldn't they be asking you to empty your pockets anyways? I mean, just based upon that, it makes it more likely, in my eyes, that someone with a special security clearance coming and going from the White House, someone like Hunter Biden, uh, would uh, would make it more likely that he was the one who actually brought it in. But of course, the White House and Jean-Pierre wanted to stress to the American people, this is a heavily traveled area. Uh, and of course, it's a very different area from where the White House told the press it was. In the initial announcement of this coming out, they would have had people believe that it was outside the White House entirely or perhaps in a different area of the White House. But there's no way Uh, it doesn't matter how heavily traveled this area is. It's an area that Hunter Biden has been and where he has gone. Now, I want you to take a look at this video of Hunter Biden with his family, with the Biden crime family from this uh, veranda at the White House. They're watching the uh, fireworks going off. Take a look at Hunter. You can see his face is very sweaty. He's got this. I'm going to have to make it smaller. His face is very, very sweaty. Now, everybody sweats, okay? I sweat under these hot lights, and, you know, I mean, sometimes it just happens. It's the middle of summer. He's wearing this, uh, perhaps, a a wool sport jacket. But that movement right there, (laughs) that movement right there, wiping the sweat away from his brow, Moving around quickly, the sweat pouring down the, uh, the, the, top, the lower portion of his eye socket. He appears to be just a little bit fidgety. Now, I want you to take a look at another piece of video. Because this video was taken just moments before he does this kind of exaggerated wiping away of the sweat from his brow. Take a look at this. This is Hunter on that veranda. And it looks like he actually does a line of coke or a bullet bump of coke in front of everyone. Like his kids are right there. His current wife is right there. Jill is right there. Joe is right there. He turns around. He gets something out and he does this motion. And then he clearly puts something up to his nose and then wipes it away. And he walks back as far as he can on this veranda. I'm assuming so that he can make sure that there is nothing left visible on his face. You tell me, guys, because I think this is Hunter Biden doing a bump of coke. Boom, boom, boom. Look, he went straight up to his nose. We're going to take one more look. Look at that, that that motion right there. That could be him getting the bullet out, doing a little pop like that to make sure that coke goes inside of it. And there he goes off to the races. And then moments later, he's sweating like a pig. He's wiping the sweat away. He's wiping it onto his uh, his current wife. And he's just a little twitchy, just a little bit twitchy. So I got to say, I just I think it is extremely likely that Hunter Biden is back on the coke. And, uh, you know, he, he needs to get his act together. But I have to also be honest. I can't imagine a, a, a better emissary for the American people to explain just how criminal this current administration is. What about the hypocrisy on display here? Joe Biden, how many Americans did Joe Biden put in prison for life because they were possessing crack cocaine? Now, I'll be the first to tell you that that uh, there is a connection between drugs and crime, Um But that doesn't mean that every single person who gets caught with drugs needs to be locked away for the rest of their life. Um, Certainly, people can come back from drug addiction. Uh, They can enter recovery, and then they can enter long-term recovery, and they can do spectacular things with their lives. Quite often, uh, some of the just most interesting people I've known have gone through periods like what I've described in the past. Uh, Drugs and alcohol can do horrific things to you, to your life, to your family, uh, to everything around you. But you have to learn from that experience. When you're someone like Hunter Biden, who comes from a large criminal family organization like the Biden crime family, and your entire life is made up of stops at different drug houses, hotels, motels, uh, strip joints, banks, Airports. I mean, this guy, the life he lives, truly, I I think it's hell on earth. Okay. And so for somebody like Hunter, I think that the drugs and the alcohol is a way for him to cope so that he can continue to keep moving forward. He's got to keep himself numb because if he really stopped and took a look at his life or his family or what his family's done to this nation, I don't think he could live with himself. I truly don't believe that Hunter Biden, if he truly examined who he is and what his family has done to this nation, I don't think that he would be able to look himself in the mirror. So he's got to stay high. And that's exactly what he's doing. Now, you can take a look at Hunter right here. The man is getting old, Okay, He's no longer a spring chicken. The years of abuse have really started to take their toll. Before too long, he's going to have that pulled back plastic look that Joe has. His ears are going to be a different shape. They're going to be in a completely different spot on his head. He's going to have those odd scars on the side of his forehead where they've pulled his forehead back and tightened it. And it's just going to keep getting worse for Hunter Biden. So the really interesting thing here, I mentioned earlier the cameras. The Secret Service has now publicly stated They're going to be scouring all of that security footage so that they can find out where that cocaine baggie came from. Now, here's the question. Do you guys believe that the Secret Service will admit to the American public that it was Hunter Biden? Because if they do, then Joe Biden is going to be forced to give him another pass. Again, after sending many thousands of Americans to prison for low-level drug offenses, based upon that crime bill that he wrote back in 1994, along with Bill Clinton. If he does that, it just makes our point to an even greater degree. It shows how hypocritical, how criminal, how illegitimate this current administration is. Hunter is the poster child for the failed American Republic being run by the Biden crime family. The attitude that Hunter has is that he can do and say whatever he wants. Doesn't matter if it's money laundering. Doesn't matter if it's bad business deals. Doesn't matter if it's large amounts of drugs. Doesn't matter if it's human trafficking, shipping girls from the Ukraine to New Jersey. Hunter Biden having his fingers in all of it. He knows he's untouchable. But thanks to his escapades, thanks to his antics, The American people also know that he's untouchable, and that means that there are different rules for them than there are for us. You guys, we got to take a break for the second half of the show. We're going to be right back after this. One of the secrets to reducing the appearance of aging is to consider your collagen levels. Now, when your collagen levels decline as they do naturally with age, your skin gradually begins to show those aging signs like fine lines, wrinkles, and more. And this is why I highly recommend including collagen in your daily regimen. It provides the five critically important types of collagen that your body needs to support skin elasticity and hydration. One easy-to-take scoop a day is all you need to help reduce the appearance of wrinkles and fine lines. So click the link below to try it today for 53% off, plus get several additional free bonuses. You can order now by going to healthwithredpill.com, or once again, just click the link in the description below. That is healthwithredpill.com, and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right, so I want to show you this tweet from earlier. I couldn't believe it when I saw this. This guy, Don Lewis, he's some type of liberal lawyer or something. He said, Biden rental car bursts into flames. Then Biden trips over an oddly placed sandbag. Next, a glassine baggie of cocaine found in the White House. Secret service involved in all. Secret service implicated with Trump on January 6th. Interesting, isn't it? Well, obviously the implication from Mr. Lewis. Big time attorney, big shot lawyer is that the men and women of the Secret Service are still loyal to Donald Trump. And so, therefore, they must be sabotaging Joe Biden. Never mind what I said. The levels of cope in this tweet are staggeringly desperate. Biden doesn't need any sabotage when he's dumb as a post, graceful like a bucket of cement, and running a halfway home for recovering coke addicts at the White House. Secret Service, thank you for your service." Uh, I don't think that Joe Biden needs any assistance in blowing up his spot, in destroying his own legacy, uh, in tripping on random locations of sandbags on stages. I mean – are we to believe that the Secret Service – are we to believe that the Secret Service, like, was somehow responsible – do they put Crisco on the steps of Air Force One? Uh, have they uh, have they put uh, some sort of Teflon on the bottom of Joe Biden's shoes just uh, so that he will end up, like, falling and, you know, having difficult times? Uh, no, I, I mean, that's clearly obviously not what's happening. So the Secret Service, I trust you guys uh, by and large. You guys did a great job for President Trump, and I think that part of being a Secret Service agent – is uh taking that oath seriously. Certainly during the assassination of John F Kennedy there were a couple of turn codes. I think that that's probably uh acceptable to say. Um but as it stands right now, they kept President Trump safe. Uh they haven't done anything in my book to uh to keep Joe Biden in harm's way or anything like that. Uh, Paul Thaddeus, uh, thank you for dropping that cookie over there on uh, the foxhole. I sincerely appreciate that. Uh, Let me see. Yes, the live reporting of the cocaine says in the library. Yes, we do have that audio. That was one of the reasons. I love it. You know, the speed of information. This is the reason why the White House has been unable to keep a lid on this story. You know, just uh, like I said earlier, the, the fact that Hunter Biden, he is our red pill emissary. He is proving some fundamental truths about the corrupt nature of the current administration. And he's proving it on a daily basis. OK, he is showing the American people that which we have been um, unable to convince them of. Now, you may also not be afraid or excuse me, not be uh, surprised to hear that Joe Biden actually isn't the first Democratic president to have cocaine at the White House. Apparently, this is just uh, what happens if you are a Democrat. Um, president Bill Clinton also uh, looks like Teddy Roosevelt were both accused of having cocaine at the White House, and there is rumors about John F. Kennedy using illicit drugs to treat his chronic health issues, although. John F. Kennedy would have been under the care of a doctor. Bill Clinton, I think it's more likely that Roger would stop by and they would just do a couple of fat lines off of Jennifer Flowers. um, I don't know, some part of her body, her leg or something like that. But excuse me, um, with uh, with Joe Biden, I think there is a possibility. And my mom and I talked about this the other day, uh, that perhaps Joe Biden was being injected with cocaine so that they could keep him sharp. The only problem with that is when you inject a patient with cocaine, it's relatively short acting. Someone like Joe Biden, it would be necessary to give him a drug that had a far longer half life, something that's going to remain in his system a lot longer. And that's where amphetamines come into play. I, I do believe that Joe Biden is probably being dosed up with any number of different amphetamines on a daily basis just to keep him up and moving around, to keep his mind as sharp as they can, because, you know, let's be honest, it's uh, it's pretty dull. I mean, it's like cutting a steak with a spoon. Uh, Bearable says uh, just appreciating her daily efforts to get out the truth. Uh, thank you so much. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. You're right. It, it's FDR, not not Teddy Roosevelt. <clears throat> sorry, guys. Sorry. Yeah. FDR uh, in, in the uh, in the wheelchair. So, you know, maybe that's why he had to use uh, cocaine. I don't know. But the Clinton administration actually had staffers that were doing coke, much like the alleged staffers at the Biden White House do. Uh, Apparently, they would do coke on the job regularly. Uh, Former Secret Service officer Gary Byrne, who is somebody I've always wanted to interview, he wrote a great book back in 2016 uh, where he discussed that there was a major problem uh, and that federal law enforcement officers actually accused dozens of Bill Clinton staffers of using not only cocaine but other illicit drugs before they were hired and then during their employment there, the administration allegedly created a special drug testing system to ensure that the staffers received their security clearances. So Bill Clinton not only condoned the drug use by the people he hired in his office, they also created a special scheme to ensure that these people would be able to maintain their jobs, get security clearances, and then move on through. Um Cocaine. I I think that uh, cocaine. I don't think cocaine counts as an amphetamine. I think it's something like in its own. Um, it's in its own category. Hold on. I, it's if it is an amphetamine, it's uh, it's not a long lasting amphetamine. I'm thinking about like you know, Dexedrine, um, Crystal Meth. Oh, hold on. Uh, is cocaine an amphetamine? No, it's different. The difference between cocaine and amphetamines. Let's see. Um, Cocaine is only purchased on the street. Uh, Okay, here we go. Amphetamines are prescription stimulants that are used to treat a range of medical conditions, although there are obviously illegal amphetamines as well. Uh, And cocaine is a drug that you get off the street. Uh, I don't think they prescribe cocaine anymore unless they're doing like surgeries and stuff like that. Um. So, yeah, different uh, different classes of drugs. But uh, when it comes to the classification for the DEA and the, and the government, I believe they are in the same class there. Yes. Meth is methamphetamine. Yeah. Meth is methamphetamine. <clears throat> so before uh, Clinton's time, as I said, President Kennedy uh, was alleged to have used uh, quite a few drugs uh, because he had a lot of debilitating health issues. Um, This information came out in uh, records that were unsealed after his death. Uh, He was uh, shown to be using codeine. Apparently, he had a back injury, I believe, from when he was in World War II. Um, Also, Demerol, which is um, another—it's another opiate for pain addiction for for pain uh, relief. And then methadone is also a pain reliever, but quite often methadone, well, it used to be used to get people off of heroin and other uh, opiates. Now, uh, by and large, they use um, the suboxone, suboxone. So uh, he was also taking thyroid hormones. Uh, That's actually a good thing as far as I'm aware. Uh, barbiturates for sleep. I don't think they really prescribe barbiturates anymore, but those are like heavy sleeping medicines. And then was it Wolf of Wall Street? They showed, wasn't in in Wolf of Wall Street, weren't they taking barbiturates and then like going out and doing stuff and like they were basically crawling on the floor? Uh, Ritalin, that's uh, an early uh, amphetamine. Uh, Mepromabate, never heard of that. And Librium for anxiety. And then other medicines to combat infections. Now, Uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt was given cocaine to treat sinus problems. That's interesting. I've certainly never heard of that. Um, This is coming from medical records at the time. uh, But he was known to be using cocaine because medical journals advised doctors not to tell patients that cocaine was mixed into their sinus treatment. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine your doctor just saying, hey, snort this and then tell me how you feel? Um, Yeah, that is a bad news bears right there. Apparently, in 2014, while visiting Barack Obama, Snoop Dogg smoked marijuana in the White House bathroom. Uh, Actually, that was in 2013. He admitted it in 2014. Willie Nelson is alleged to have smoked uh, with, not not with Jimmy Carter, but he smoked in the White House uh, with, uh, oh, he also said he was on cocaine when they visited the Reagan White House in 1985. Oh, yeah, so. Oh the secret service discovered this white house the the cocaine in the white house on June 3rd 2 days after drug addict Hunter Biden they they meant to say July 3rd so uh yeah the agency confirmed that this is coke all right so let me go ahead and uh, take a look at some of these comments over here. I just want to say thank you to Texas for Trump, who says, thanks, Zach. W.C. Cranop, Good to see you, brother. He says, pills are here. LOL. I'm listening on Rumble. Traveling in Coeur Idaho now. Uh, see you in Cocoa Beach, my friend. Awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing you as well. Cocaine methachloride is medically used. Oh, OK. Cocaine methachloride. OK. Well, wait a second. Hold on. I know that there are multiple forms of cocaine and they are used for different things. Um, At the dentist, there is one type of cocaine that they'll use like to numb people at at certain times. And then in the hospital, there's others that are used to do like local numbing. Um, What type of cocaine is used medically? Yeah, this is this is going to be difficult to track down while we're here on the air. Yeah, cocaine topical route. It's a local anesthetic. Yeah, it also uh, causes constriction of the blood vessels, so it will help the patient to not bleed out. Mm, used as a local anesthetic, but they don't say exactly what type. I'll take your word for it, Sertor, and uh, and we'll just go from there. All right. So uh, as I said, Hunter Biden back at the White House, uh, what's real interesting is that we actually have a diagram here uh, showing the inside of the uh, the White House. So you've got two floors. Uh, if you were looking at the White House head on, there is the famous pillars. The West Wing is going to be over here on the right. That's where the Oval Office is. The East Wing will be on the left. The Oval Office is through the lobby down the hallway, and then all the way back here on the right. Uh, now, if we take a look at the uh, the areas where, uh, where people can go, maybe we can determine exactly where that cocaine would have been found. Um, none of them, we have the president's study, we have the reception area, the elevator, the Roosevelt Room, the door to the Rose Garden, the cabinet, the lobby, but it doesn't say... Which area is the library? Jim Kyle says, great show as always. Thank you very much, buddy. I appreciate that. The, lidocaine is also used, but I just I just saw on there that cocaine is actually used. But yes, I know lidocaine is like a derivative of cocaine. They've removed the parts that get you high. But um, yeah, they, they have a bunch of different medicines that are made from it. Uh, on the second floor... This looks to be an area where people might go. You've got reception areas, and then you've got the elevator, which takes you up. So I'm not exactly certain as to which one of these rooms is going to be considered the library. Uh, Here is uh, a video from RNC showing Hunter Biden from a different view. Let's get a look. I will say, I see a little bit of sweat just below the eye sockets, but he doesn't appear to be glistening like he did in that first video I played. Due to math, he says you're not on Twitch anymore, bro, bro. I got deleted from Twitch like a year or more ago, definitely more than a year ago, like February of uh, of 2022. Yeah, I've been off Twitch for a very long time. Um, if you'd like to see all of the different places I've been deleted from, you can just go to, what's that place called? Media Matters. Go to Media Matters and search Red Pill 78 and you'll find something like 32 articles about me where I'm featured. Uh, and, uh, the majority of them will be about a specific platform that allows me to be on it. And then they write the article and then I get deleted the next day. The most recent one was, uh, buy me a coffee. So I'm no longer on buy me a coffee as well. Uh, and, uh, certainly haven't been on Twitch for a very, very long time. Yeah. It is a badge of honor. Yeah. I'm not upset about it. That's for sure. Uh, I think that, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm in good company about uh, getting deleted from all those places. All right. So. I mean, I it's obvious, like how we feel about this. We know that these people are criminals. We know that the Bidens have a problem. We know Hunter is an addict. We know he needs help. All right. And I said earlier that Hunter has become an emissary, a red pill emissary, proving things to certain segments of the country that we can't prove. We can't talk to them because they won't talk to us or they won't allow us on their programs or on their platforms to do the red pilling. So Hunter Biden is out there doing the heavy lifting for us. One such person, Andrea Mitchell over here at NBC, she was aghast at the fact that cocaine was found at the White House. And she said, and I've been covering the White House since the 70s. I couldn't believe it. Let's go ahead and take a look. Like objects, things that might trigger uh, as a weapon that wouldn't necessarily pick up a uh, controlled substance like this, an illegal substance, uh, which ultimately was discovered and, and proven here. Mike Memoli, thank you very much. And, and meanwhile, South Carolina, the South Carolina swing is tomorrow. President Biden heading to what could be. A- In many respects, based off of a what <laughs> that was not the clip. Why did they do that? Oh, my gosh. Anyways, Andrea Mitchell said on live TV, we have just learned that a formal lab has confirmed the suspicion that a white powdery substance found in the West Wing on Sunday was, in fact, positive for cocaine. The discovery led to a brief evacuation of the White House Sunday night. Joining us now is NBC White House correspondent Mike Mamoli. So, Mike, where do things stand now? This is so unusual. You and I have covered the White House for years. I can't even fathom like this having been found before in the West Wing. And I go back to the 70s where there was a lot of cocaine being done. This is pretty, pretty wild. Freight Awakening says Hunter is the likely culprit. But where was Zelensky last weekend? He was planning a false flag attack on the Zapra uh, uh, nuclear power plant. Oh, we'll talk about that next. And then Backdoor Biden says Trump will not turn the White House into a museum. It is no longer. Wait, Trump will have to turn the White House into a museum. It is no longer fit for human beings. I think that with proper fumigation and uh, the right type of uh, uh, forensic cleaning, the White House can probably um, be uh, be brought back to its former glory. But I don't know. Anyways, I thought that was just so funny. Andrea Mitchell aghast at the idea that cocaine would be found there. But as I already told you, I mean, it's, it's nothing new when it comes to Democrat administrations. And to be fair, I mean, there have definitely been Republicans uh, doing cocaine in Washington, D.C. It's something that goes along with the type of lifestyle these people lead. It's not good. And uh, we'll go diving into that deeper on altered state tonight. But what I'm really worried about and what I'm interested in is the restoration of our government. And as long as we have this current criminal regime in power in Washington, it's never going to be restored. As long as people like Merrick Garland are heading up the Department of Justice, uh, as long as they are shutting down whistleblowers and stopping U.S. attorneys from bringing charges against active drug addicts like Hunter Biden, of course, we are never going to be able to fix this problem. So that's why it's so important that our lawmakers, the GOP, the really reliable Republicans who got elected for the right reasons, that they do the investigations that need to be done. And right now, looking into Merrick Garland. Garland and his suppression of whistleblower accounts is something that is so vitally important because this must be exposed to the rest of America. Now, uh, lawmakers in D.C. are asking the office of the special counsel to investigate these allegations. Now, which special counsel? Is it the same special counsel that Merrick Garland already told to stop looking? Because if that's the case, I don't know that's really going to do much. Uh, but maybe a new special counsel. But honestly, I don't know that anybody has the power to do that except for the uh, resident-in-chief. Um. Yeah, Michelle, I think you're right. I think everybody knew about Bill Clinton, but they never, like, found cocaine. <laughs> like, that's why I'm just, like, so cracking up about it. Because everybody knows these people are doing blow. Everybody knows if you ask anybody, you know, I mean, it's like, oh, yeah, oh politicians are doing cocaine. Of course. Of course. They hate themselves. They hate themselves. They hate their lives. They they're they're selling out America. They probably feel like just great big pieces of shit. So, of course, they're doing cocaine. Their lives suck. They have to debase themselves. They, they have to uh, sacrifice their morals on a daily basis. Yes, they hate themselves. Of course, they're out there doing cocaine. And they're probably being given cocaine by the intelligence community so that they can be blackmailed more easily. You get somebody hooked on cocaine, you film them with a young girl, and then you just keep giving them cocaine. Well, here, why don't you just take another eight ball and then vote the way we want you to vote so then you won't ever have to think about it? You know, these people are just waiting for death. And uh, those people are the worst. This is why I think it's so hilarious that we finally have confirmation about the type of lives these people have lived and the type of lives they are actively living right now in Washington, D.C. Backdoor Biden says Melania definitely won't want to move back after those nasty Bidens soiled it. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, I am uh, I'm perfectly in favor of uh, some new accommodations. Can you imagine if like President Trump built a Trump designed White House like he built like, you know, like the, the Trump Doral or he built a Mar-a-Lago in Washington, D.C., or even if he just did his business down there in Palm Beach, I'd be OK with that. I mean, I'm do- I'm good with that. That's pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. My mom, you're right. Cocaine is God's way of saying you're making too much money. That's Robin Williams. And Robin Williams knew exactly what he was talking about. So, the Office of the Special Counsel. What's going on with allegations of retaliation against IRS whistleblowers? This is a serious question. And Chuck Grassley, one of those people I think we can trust. Ron Johnson, another person I think we can trust. James Comer, uh, the Chair of House Oversight. Uh, And then also the House Means and Ways Commission, which is Chairman Jason Smith, all of them sent a letter to special counsel Henry Kerner requesting an investigation. So this is a new special counsel. This is good. Uh, A letter that was sent out actually in May to Republican and Democrat members of the House and Senate committees by attorneys representing that IRS whistleblower who was blowing the whistle on the Hunter Biden situation had stated that uh, his team had been removed. They had been taken off the case by the Justice Department. I mean, for me, that's, I think, all that anybody needs to know. Why in in the world? Like, give me a legit reason. Besides trying to cover up the crimes of the Bidens, give me one legit reason why Merrick Garland would tell the people looking into those crimes to stop looking into those crimes. There, There is no legit reason why that would happen. The only reason it would happen is because they were hoping to cover up the situation even more than they already had. So with this preferential treatment that they're giving to Hunter Biden uh, and, of course, the interference of Merrick Garland, it's quite clear that the Biden regime has stepped in to protect its own Hunter, Hunter Biden. He got that sweetheart deal. Nothing happened to him. Anybody else would have gotten 10 years in prison for that gun charge. So with this letter, I think that we're starting to move down a path that could potentially give us the results that we need, because if they are able to ignite a new special counsel investigation that stands uh, wholly separately from Merrick Garland uh, and will not have the type of interference that Garland has uh, introduced up until this point, well— I think things uh, have a chance of of proceeding and uh, being very, very positive. Now, I also want to talk about a, another very positive development in the ongoing case of Missouri versus Biden. This is something we've been covering for a very long time here on this channel. This is a victory for free speech, and it's made the lefties in the news and in the federal government big mad because as a result of this ruling, uh, the Biden regime can no longer contact social media companies and direct them, which accounts to silence. Uh, I mean, that was a constitutional violation from the outset. So this is extremely good news that we now have something codified directly into the record. So Trump appointed federal judge is the one who oversaw this case. and This preliminary injunction prohibits the DHS, the FBI, the DOJ, and other unnamed agencies from continuing their government-led attempts to shut down free speech here in America. That is fascism at the heart of it. The marriage of business and government. And that's exactly what they did. They were acting as a fascist, totalitarian regime, working to shut down constitutionally protected free speech by people like you and me, Joe Biden, Anthony Fauci, the Department of Homeland Security, nearly a dozen other federal agencies and secretaries working directly with places like Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, the list goes on. So. This, web, this lawsuit that is uh, uh, the head plaintiff is the Gateway Pundit uh, is working to undermine those efforts by the current federal authoritarian regime to shut down free speech. Average citizens or journalistic organizations like us here at Red Pill 78, but things like Hunter Biden's laptop, if it wasn't for the direct influence of the federal government, the stuff about Hunter, Hunter's laptop wouldn't have been shut down. Think about election integrity. You know, things have changed on election integrity. Uh, you can now talk about it on YouTube. You can now talk about it on Twitter. Great. But what about for those couple of years where you couldn't? What about all the accounts that got shut down as a result of it? You better believe that they were shut down and they were silenced because the federal government of the United States of America whipped it out and took a big leak all over the Constitution. COVID-19 truth, vaccine skepticism. There are so many issues that you can think of, many of which have now been proven to be 100% accurate. You got to love it. So this is a turning point in this case because it shows that there is still hope to get justice in the federal court system. This uh, this case is, is is looking to undo a lot of really negative effects that we've had here in America. If they're successful, are we going to be liable? Are they going to be liable for damages? Uh, are our accounts that were proof positive shown to have been shut down as a result of government intervention? Are they going to uh, be able to make some claim against the government? Uh, I think that seems like the logical step, um, but we have to get to that point. So uh, very excited to continue following exactly what happens with this case, and uh, I hope that you are as well. All right, um, one thing that we didn't really get a chance to talk about in the past week was the uh, the affirmative action uh, decision by the Supreme Court. We, we mentioned it, we talked about it just a little bit. but what's really funny is that uh, Joy Reed, she's upset about the fact that affirmative action has been struck down. Uh, The irony, of course, is that Joy Reid is a uh, recipient of special treatment as a result of affirmative action. She went to Harvard, and she apparently knows that she wouldn't have gotten into Harvard if it wasn't for affirmative action. The implication being that Joy Reid is too stupid to get into Harvard. Now, a lot of people don't have the test scores. Test scores to get into Harvard, but Joy Reid committing a self-own of this Let me just be clear. I got into Harvard only because of affirmative action. I went to a school no one had ever heard of in Denver, Colorado, in a small suburb. I didn't go to Exeter or Andover. I didn't have college test prep. I just happened to be really nerdy and smart and have really good grades and good SAT scores. But someone came to Denver, Colorado to look for me. A Harvard recruiter flew to Denver and I met up with her at the Village Inn restaurant and did a pre-interview to get to to pull me into Harvard. was not I was pulled in and the and the schools like Harvard and Yale that I got the, into affirmatively yes. and it was literally not saying we're going Wait a second. If they sought Joy Reed out to come to Harvard. I mean, are we to believe that there's like not enough black people who are uh, uh who are applying to go to school? I mean, in Joy Reid's time Affirmative action was like the law of the land. Everybody knew about it. And obviously people like Joy Reed reaped the benefits of that. I mean, what about the other people who didn't get to go to Harvard, who actually had good test scores? Um, I just I, I know that a lot of people have a, a, a pretty unfavorable opinion of Harvard, and I don't blame you for that. Um But uh, but I think that people should be getting into school based upon the level of uh, comprehension, uh, their level of intelligence, uh, their ability to demonstrate knowledge and uh, proficiency and whatever subject it is they hope to be an expert in. Uh, But just to get into a place like Harvard because of the color of your skin, it's counterintuitive to everything that America stands for. And it's a great thing. That we are now going back to a system of meritocracy and not a system of melanosity, as uh, you might uh, coin a phrase there. Uh, You guys can go ahead and use that later if you like. All right. So we also have new emails that have been revealed, uh, which include Joe and Hunter Biden uh, in a discussion about a call with the Ukrainian president. Now, Hunter Biden, of course, was employed at Burisma. And Joe Biden had Viktor Shokin fired the prosecutor in Ukraine that was looking into Hunter and Burisma. And uh, Petro Poroshenko, who uh, was the president uh, in Ukraine during the time that Joe and Hunter were getting special treatment and making a lot of money there, he had some intimate business dealings with the Biden crime family. Now, At the time that this email was sent, it looks like uh, it dated sometime in May of 2016, a staffer for then vice president Joe Biden sent a letter and cc'd Hunter Biden on an email to Joe about a scheduled call with the former Ukrainian president Petro Poroshenko. This has just recently come out. It's been released uh, by the National Archives uh, as a result of a Freedom of Information Act request. I wouldn't be surprised if this was a result of uh, Judicial Watch. Now, Hunter again was earning $83,000 a month when he was sitting on the board of Burisma. He had absolutely no experience in the energy industry. He had no experience in Ukraine other than just like getting paid. Uh and uh, Burisma, as a Ukrainian energy company, was simply looking to to profit off of Joe and Hunter's relationship uh, and, uh, and, and have Joe do favors for them, which he did. I mean, it's quite clear that he did. So this all goes back to the idea of Joe Biden having nothing to do with Hunter Biden's business dealings. We know that's not true, but the more evidence we have to show that to the American people, the better it becomes. Now, If Joe Biden is vice president of the United States and a staffer is looping him into an email regarding a call with the then president of Ukraine, Petro Poroshenko, what business is it of Hunter Biden's? How and why would Hunter Biden have any interest in a call that was supposedly of a purely political nature? Well, I think you guys can uh, make the connections there. I think the obvious answer is that this was not simply a political phone call. This was a call about the power and influence of Joe Biden in Ukraine and uh, what types of benefits his son could receive as a result of that relationship. So in this email, boss, that would be the big guy, Joe Biden. 8.45 a.m. prep for 9 a.m. phone call with Petro Poroshenko. Then we're off to Rhode Island for infrastructure event and then Wilmington for University of Delaware commencement. Nate will have your draft remarks delivered later tonight or with your press clips in the morning doesn't say anything about Hunter, doesn't say anything about Hunter needing to be there, certainly doesn't say anything about Barisma. But I think we can assume that Barisma is probably going to come up on that phone call or Joe and Hunter's business arrangements in other companies and doing place in Ukraine. That is probably going to come up as well. So this uh, call ended up taking place on May 27th, 2016. In that call, Joe Biden urged Petro Poroshenko to reform Ukraine's prosecutor general office prosecutor general that is actually where victor shokin was working the same victor shokin that was looking into the illegal activities of hunter biden working at burisma and as a result of this call very shortly thereafter petro poroshenko did what he could to help joe biden get rid of victor shokin so it sounds like Hunter was there playing backup, making sure that Burisma was going to get what they wanted, because at that time they were under suspicion of money laundering and public corruption. And Viktor Shokin had investigated this case before Petro Poroshenko ended up using the pressure of Joe Biden to get rid of him, because remember, he had said that we're not going to give you the billion dollars in aid unless you fire Viktor Shokin. The same conversation is what Joe Biden bragged about in 2018 at the Council on Foreign Relations. He said, I looked at them and said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor is not fired, you're not getting the money. Well, son of a bitch, he got fired. Look at the, the hubris on this guy. I, I can't I can't believe that it's simply uh, the failings of an old man. Joe Biden seriously, in the same way Hunter does now, believe that he could do and say whatever he wanted and he'd get away with whatever he wanted. But the fact that we have this document proving that Hunter Biden knew about this call ahead of time and was probably on it, well, it shows another layer of criminality and it gives us another reason to impeach Joe Biden. Now, the FBI informant, There is an FBI informant claims to possess two pieces of evidence that show that Joe and Hunter each received those $5 million bribes from Burisma. This is currently in the hands, as far as I know, of House Republican investigators. And a source familiar who's actually seen this FBI informant's document has confirmed to Breitbart uh, that Hunter and Joe coerced Burisma executive Mikola Zlachevsky into paying those $10 million in bribes. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she gave that uh, famous uh, 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 press conference after she and others were allowed to view the documents after much hemming and hawing from the FBI. Uh, and uh, of course, there are those 17 audio recordings that uh, Mikola Zlachevsky made with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden so that just in case anything went wrong, he would be able to prove it. And thank God he did. All right, you guys, Uh, I want to now discuss the situation taking place in Ukraine, and it's the 5th. I haven't seen anything happen yet, but let me show you this post that came out over the weekend, and I think that we need to keep our eyes and ears open over the next 24 hours. Where is it? Okay, open with Safari. Okay, so... Uh, this is a post from 4chan and so take it as you will. It's an anonymous post. I found it on Reddit. But this was posted on the 3rd. Now I believe the 3rd is the same date that uh uh uh, uh Zelensky came out and said that the Russians were planning to uh perform some type of an attack at this uh, the, this nuclear power plant. It starts with the Zaporizhzhia, something like that. Zaporizhzhia. <laughs> it's a bunch of C's and I don't know how to say it properly. Actually, hang on. I wonder, let me see if I can get a, a translation of this. Z a P O R I Z H Z H I A. Okay. Um, how do you pronounce it? How to pronounce the name of the city in Ukraine, as well as how to say more interesting names from Ukrainian that many mispronounce. So make sure to stay tuned to the channel. Zaporizhia. Zaporizh- Zaporizhia. Zaporizhia. Okay, I can say that. So this poster on the 3rd says, I am a lurker, and I'm going to get straight to the point. This is not a happening thread. This is 100% real. On July 4th or 5th, obviously, today is July 5th, there will be an attack. The United States will bomb the Zaporizhia power plant located near the city of Enerhodar in southern Ukraine. Now, this is the same city that uh, uh, Zelensky had claimed the Russians were going to attack. And take a look at this. Russia planning to attack. This was actually on the 4th. OK, so on the 4th is when Zelensky made this claim. On the 3rd is when this person, an anonymous person on 4chan made the claim. Now, Zelensky on the 4th said that Russia is allegedly planting explosive-like objects on the roofs of several power units at the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, uh, as claimed by Volodymyr Zelensky. Now, this makes absolutely no sense, because in the same way that the Russians controlled the infrastructure of the Crimea Bridge, in the same way that the Russians controlled the infrastructure of the Nord Stream Pipeline, in the same way that the Russians controlled the the, uh, infrastructure of that dam in Ukraine— There is absolutely no logical reason for the Russians to destroy infrastructure in territories they control. There is, however, a distinct, distinct advantage that the Ukrainians and the United States would have if they were to explode these things. And the reason that the Zaporizhia power plant is particularly disturbing is because it's a nuclear power facility. The poster in this post says, I don't care anymore, and I will be 100% honest with you guys. I'm a Marine Corps infantry veteran who is now working for the United States government in electronic espionage, and I have been for the last five years. Pray for this man, because he put himself on the line putting this out. The Ukrainian government and the United States government are working together in order to bomb the Zaporizhzhia plant and blame the nuclear meltdown on Russia. Now, here's where it gets hairy. Thus, giving us immediate authority to use tactical nuclear warheads on Moscow, Novosibirsk, Kazan, and Omsk. This will trigger the Russians to throw everything they have back at the U.S. Thunderstorms are likely in Enerhodar, Ukraine, on the 4th. So that is the only reason it may be pushed to the 5th. You have 72 hours maximum to prepare for nuclear war, hopefully 96 if the Russians are slow to respond. And we have all been told to stay home and prepare. We've been told to stay home and we've been given $15,000 bonuses each to buy survival supplies if necessary. And our offices in Yorkville, Virginia have been closed down permanently. So this is a definite, not a conspiracy theory. Please prepare, guys. I love you all. And I will happily reply to any questions you have. Now, unfortunately, I don't have any other posts from this guy. I don't know if he made any posts. I, I can't get to this original post. But what I can tell you is that today is the fifth. The fifth is three-quarters of the way over, and there's been no explosion yet. However, there is a lot of chatter coming from the Americans and from the Ukrainians looking to blame the Russians for an attack on that power plant. And again... The power plant is providing power to land territory that is currently under the control of the Russians. There is no tactical advantage for the Russians to blow up a nuclear power plant very close to their own country. Uh, It doesn't make any sense at all. But a false flag attack carried out by the United States in coordination with Ukraine that would give them the authority to use tactical nukes and take out Russia? In that way, I find that to be very plausible. So the reason I bring this story to you and I, you know, I I, I wonder, you know, when I see stuff like this, you know, is it worth scaring people? Is it worth, uh, you know, putting it out there and saying like, hey, this is a possibility. I I mean, at the end of the day, obviously, I think it is worth it. I think that all of us uh, need to be prepared in any way that we possibly can. And I have said this to you probably every single day for years now. Uh, ensuring that you and your family are safe and secure is the most important thing that you can possibly do. Obviously, we got to save our country, but you have got to create a safe environment for yourself, your family, and the people you love. I need to say thank you very much to Cindy, who says thank you for all your hard work, Zach. And then Fred Awakening says, good thing nukes are fake, eh? (laughs) That is... That's a that's a comment about the baseless conspiracies episode we did on um on Monday night. Me, John and Patrick uh discussed Patrick's belief that nukes are fake. Uh I think that uh the the jury's out on uh, on whether or not nukes specifically as they are uh alleged to exist truly do. Um what I can tell you is that I've definitely seen People get sick from radiation, um, and uh, you know, I, I know that bombs exist. So whether or not nuclear annihilation is going to come to the shores of the United States, I definitely believe that Russia and the United States have the ability to bomb us into the Stone Age if they so desire. Um, so take that as you will. Um, but I, I just, I want you all to be prepared. Okay. And, uh, with that, I think that it is, uh, worth mentioning that the final portion of the show, of course, that is not correct. We're going to go to this one right there. Oh gosh. Why is it not working? Final portion of the show. Brought to you by our friends at MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com, when you use code RP78, as long as there is still a home to live in, as long as the United States hasn't been blown into nuclear annihilation, you're going to want to sleep on the MyPillow mattress, the MyPillow Giza dream sheets, the MyPillow 2.0 pillows. You're going to want to use the MyPillow slippers. You're going to want to use the MyPillow bathrobe or the Go Anywhere pillows. And when you use code RP78, you can save up to 80% off on everything at MyPillow.com. Right now, you can get a buy one, get one free on the MyPillow 2.0. You can save 50%, apparently, on the MyGiza Dream Sheets. If you can't afford the entire MyPillow mattress, you can get the MyPillow mattress topper. But every single one of these products uh, we use here at the house, and I think they're well worth it. Uh, also, of course, my friends at My Patriot Supply, right now you can save $80 off of a four week kit by going to prepare with redpill78.com. And when you do that, it will automatically give you the best possible deal. Now, the meals that you get from My Patriot Supply come in a watertight tote you can use those for other things. Uh, I've got, uh, like I've told you before, between six months to a year of individual food for myself and then also for Lisa. Each one of these kits comes with 16 varieties of food with a 25-year shelf life, breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. When you do the math, it breaks down to less than $3 per meal. That is a great deal for a full four-week supply of food. So Prepare with redpill78.com and save $80 off a four-week supply. And then finally, my friends at onenessdrops.com, where when you use code RP78, you can get your own chlorine dioxide water purification kits. Obviously very important if our water is no longer potable coming out of the faucet or if you have to collect it uh, or if you have to uh, gather water in some other way. You can use the chlorine dioxide that you keep in your go bag or in your... uh, emergency kit at your home, and you can make water from any source safe and potable for you to drink. It will also work to kill a number of pathogens that you might find in your body. Uh, I would suggest you guys get yourself a chlorine dioxide kit to have on hand uh, and then have another one in a go bag so that when you leave, uh, you can always take it with you. Once again, that's onenessdrops.com, use code RP78, and you can save 15% off. So thank you very much to Those sponsors for looking out for me and ensuring that we can continue to do these programs. All right, Uh, just want to make sure there's nothing else over here. Uh, Liberty Bells says, love you, RP78. Love you too, man. And then JBTN01, thank you very much for that as well. And uh, looks like uh, we're all set. I'm just going to make sure that I didn't miss anything over here on on Cash App or on Ko-Fi. Doesn't look... Like I did. Um, Tracy, did I say thank you to Tracy? I don't think I did. So thank you very much, Tracy. She says, thanks always. Appreciate you, Tracy. And then let me check out Ko-Fi. Looks like I may have a donation over on Ko-Fi. LKW Cross. Um, Okay and of course this is not perfect doesn't work very well but um yes okay oh somebody a random person bought me a coffee 27 minutes ago uh andrew levin seven days ago as well, and then LKW crossed 16 days ago. I think that we already thank you for that one. But thank you very much to everybody for supporting the show. I sincerely appreciate you guys being here with us tonight. Make sure you tune in tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern. Brad and I are going to be talking at greater length about the historical connection between cocaine, the government of the United States of America, and of course, uh, the rat lines that run throughout the entire world. Cocaine is a hell of a drug, And if you are struggling with addiction, just know that there are better ways to live. You can do this. And God needs you to be sober if we're going to beat these sons of bitches. So thank you for being here, guys. I'm going to go ahead and pass out these gold pills over on the foxhole. And with that, I will bid you adieu. I'll be back tomorrow. But I'll also be back tonight at 9 p.m Eastern on base on, on Badlands media altered state with Brad Gets. So until tonight or tomorrow at one good luck and God bless. we'll see you then.